Welcome to episode 286 of the Recruitment Marketing and Sales Podcast. And I'm your host, Denise Oyston. And today is the final podcast in our series of masterclass recordings. So we've covered um, bouncing back and bouncing forward. We've talked about product launch. And finally, I want to share uh, one of our most popular webinars last year, and that was all around the um, very hot topic of marketing automation. And as I always say to our clients, first of all, you have to have some marketing to automate. You have to have, you have to have an avatar, a business persona that you want to attract. You need to have some messaging. You need to have a really good offer. So remember when we're talking about automation, you have to have those things in place first. There are multiple things that you can automate within your recruitment and staffing business. And I'm sure that you already have, um, you know, a, a database of uh candidates that you can look into and utilize. I'm sure you have various processes where you, you know, you can post out uh, job adverts. Um, some of you may be using things like Firefish, Lock, so all the different types of CRM softwares that, that, they, that there are out there. Now, today, um, I'm going to share with you a recording from uh, a webinar that we ran at the end of last year. I'm going to strip out the recording so you can listen to it. And here we'll actually share with you different things that you can automate when it comes to your marketing. So um, from the prospect of, of using social media marketing and automating some elements of that to actually automating how you interact with your clients and how you upset upsell them, how you then, you know, that there are different people in your sphere of influence at the moment. You've obviously got people that you are working with. You will also have um, clients that are just on the edge or candidates that are just on the edge. They would need different types of messaging. You're also going to have people that are just getting to know you. So these would need uh, a different sort of uh, marketing strategy. Then obviously you people that don't know you at all <laughs> that you need to get in front of. And all of these elements can be automated. So um, in this particular uh, uh, recording, uh, it's uh, it's both Sharon and I, and uh, it's about an hour or so long. Um, hope you enjoy it. If you would like some support and help, with your marketing this year, if you really want to take it to another level, um, if you want to get some of the results that our particular clients are getting, which is more than possible for you too, then do get in touch. Um, book a call with one of us. Go to superfastrecruitment.co.uk forward slash call. Uh, have a look in our diary and let's just have an informal chat and we can share some of the results that, that some of our clients get. We can look at what you're doing currently in your marketing and then give you some top tips and, and advice and uh, and move forward. And then if we're a fit and a match for one another, we can take it from there. So enjoy this recording and we'll speak to you soon. Welcome to the Recruitment, Marketing and Sales Podcast. An obsessive focus on marketing and sales is the only way to accelerate your agency growth. So listen in now as we share the latest strategies and techniques guaranteed to deliver you more placements and profit. Welcome 
to today's webinar. Um, I have to remember to look into the uh, the camera now as well and smile um, because normally we don't we don't have a camera, so we want to do it differently today. Um, so today's webinar. Um, today's masterclass um, is about automation, very hot topic at the moment. And um, today we're going to really focus on automating client and, and candidate lead generation and uh, with the caveat without wondering whether it's going to work for you and exactly where to start. Um, some of you may know us, some of you may have uh, come across us in the past before, and you will know that we actually deliver services for, for clients as well. So um, what we're sharing with you today really has been battle tested with regards to exactly what works. So you've got absolute confidence in, uh, in that. Um, again, if you've ever been on one of our trainings before uh, this is a bit of a content download so make sure that um you know switch off the phone if you can just switch off your mobile for a while um you know get a pad i'm very much old school i always think writing's the, the learning form of doing sharon's a bit more of an ipad person and uh, i'm sure you've all got your smartphone because even though you will get a recording of this there will be moments when you think I need to take a picture of that and I will um, attempt to alert you when that and that occurs because there's different frameworks that you can uh, take a quick picture of and you can obviously jump into then. So here's what you're going to learn in today's masterclass. And obviously you landed on a web page and, uh, you know, you saw some of the things that we're, go we're going to cover. But let me actually, rather than build these, I'm just going to bring them all up. I don't want to steal Sharon's thunder because we're going to share share the presentation uh, together. But, you know, automation, uh, really, really hot topic. It's one of the most popular questions we get. How do I automate my marketing? What sort of things can I be doing? And you will be astounded exactly what you can do uh, when it comes to automation. Now, if we if we'd have been on a webinar together maybe five years ago, it'd have been very different. Whereas today, I think technology, particularly in the recruitment and staffing sector, has really improved. There's a lot more flexibility. There's a lot more integrations. You really can do so so many different things, including imagine being able to, you know, have targeted lists of people, have emails going out 24-7, and being able to, to, to create lists of people that then you can actually work with. So all of that is more than possible. Now, I think one of the other things uh, about automation that people forget, they think about it as just lead generation. They don't think about it when it comes to client retention. And I think in today's market, let's let's hold our hands up. <laughs> I'm sure all of us have lost clients that we didn't want to lose. And I do wonder whether if we'd have kept in better contact with them, um, that might have been a different a different situation. Um, there are some specific steps involved in you know creating uh, you know creating your first campaign, your first funnel. Sharon's going to go through all of those, and we're going to give you an idea on some of the tools that are working now um we you know the, we're not we're not aligned to anyone in particular there's no sort of if you use this i get a you know five quid in the back pocket and there's none of that we're just telling you tools that our clients uh, are working with now and it's working um, and uh, and they're getting results as well so why is this important now um you know we're in let's be honest it's been a hell of a year um 
can I swear it's been a bitch of a year um and you know we're in a disruptive market it's more competitive than ever um you know people really have I was talking to one of our clients the other day and she said well you know I'm, I'm sort of keeping my head, head above water but but I'm doing three times the work that I, I I used to do and so time is something that um you know we're juggling all the time all the time because there's so much to do and I think where when you get automation in place it's great to know that oh, oh it's all right the emails are still going out or this is still happening because it's been been set up and automated um I don't need to say do our business development is critical um automated lead generation does work and the things you can put in in, in process I also think that that here we are on a webinar. Um, things have changed. We're now uh, on a webinar, and you can actually see our lovely faces as well, um, and we can get more more connection together. And the market, really. In fact, I was talking to to one of my uh, marketing buddies the, the the other night, and what he was saying is, you know, in, in five months, the market has shifted. Um, in five years so where we probably would have been 2025 we're now there already remote working really is a thing um, you know people are more open to get, jumping on a zoom call doing different things and people are more open to automation and spending a lot more time online so all of these are things that you know I think are important to to remember and consider is this for you? You know, very briefly, obviously, if you want warmer leads for your consultants to talk to, um, you want to save time, then obviously it is for you. If you are one of those people, and I know we've got companies of all sizes on this particular webinar, is that, you know, if you're a smaller organization and, you know, suddenly you're in that, oh, great, I've got some jobs in, I now need to fill them if, you, if you're a 360. Um, oh, my God, the marketing's gone out the window. Whereas what if you could actually set up some systems where something's always going on in the, in the background for you? Um, and so what we're going to do is, you know, obviously give you the exact steps and, and how, this, um, how this works. Um, mercifully, brief introduction uh, of us. Some of you probably know us anyway. Um, we've been working in sales and marketing for a long time. <laughs> Is it 50 years or something crazy like that? I started now. very young. Uh, yeah. And, and our background is the pharmaceutical industry. So we worked in, uh, and that's where we got our real taste for recruitment, I suppose, because both of us were involved in building sales teams, sales forces, worked with a lot of recruiters um, to help. Um, thank God. Otherwise, I've never been able to, to do what we did. Um, uh, we provide content marketing services as well. So we're known as the recruiters ghostwriter, write for a lot of well-known people in the market as well, other trainers too. Um, and um, I think, you know, as Sharon alluded to, we have been creating and masterminding email campaigns and marketing campaigns for people for a long, long time now and actually delivering the services. So we have a handle on what works and we and we know what works and to be doing for a while. So I think it's over to you now. Is it over to me? I think it's over to you now, yes. Yeah. Marvellous. Right, just uh, just adjust that. Just come down there. Okay. So let's talk automation. And um, I know that we come from um, very much um, a pharmaceutical and a scientific background, and yet there is one thing that is a real 
um, particular bugbear of Denise and I, and that is when um, you know jargon overtakes. So we are simple souls, and we pride ourselves on keeping things really simple and trying to translate the complex into something more simple and accessible. So when you say, what do we mean by marketing automation? Because it's easy to just bandy that word around. Very simply, it's where we can use different kinds of software to automate some of the manual marketing activities that perhaps we've historically been doing. And um, you, know, you guys are fabulous at automating and capitalizing on some of the software that's been developed over recent years, you know, within the recruitment process side. So it, it's kind of looking at how do we translate that into, into marketing. And I think, you know, as Denise has alluded to, why, why is marketing automation such a hot topic? Because I think it, it comes up probably in most conversations that that we have with you know our own existing clients as well as you know companies that gain touch with us um, and that, that we are talking to the reality is that you know the technology that we have access to today enables any business whatever size you are to reach a market potentially anywhere in the world, you know, depending on the sectors that you are in, depending on the scale of your ambitions, you know, it is, it is now feasible to be recruiting, you know, completely across borders. And I think, you know, one of the things that certainly we've experienced in the last sort of five, six months with what's happened is so many barriers have just fallen down, haven't they? Um, and so you know, here we have an opportunity you know, the, the gloves are off, you know, smaller companies can compete with slightly bigger companies. And the technology is there to help you do that, to help you attract and nurture um, prospects and nurture clients so that you hold on to them, as Denise mentioned. I think the other the other reason why um, automation um, is really on business owners radars now is that you know, time is our most precious resource isn't it as, as a business owner um, if only we could you know drop in an extra six hours in the day we can't do that but what we can do is look at what do we do with the time that we have available to us how efficient um, are we with our time and I think something that I will say is that when when you have marketing automation in place um, and I'll share with you your five different areas that we're going to talk about today in terms of how you can start implementing automation. Um, you will save some time. The caveat, though, is and you're probably saying, ah, there's always a caveat. There is. And that is that initially you just have to be willing to you know, roll up your sleeves, you know, get some help and invest some time and resources in setting up some of these systems but, but you know yourself that, you know, with the recruiting systems that you have in place, that it, it can take time to set up new CRM systems and check all the all the codes are correct and, and everything else. But when it's working, boy, does it really help you, doesn't it? And marketing automation is no different. And I think from from what we experience ourselves in terms of how we automate our own marketing and the clients that we work with, um, you know, our experiences that we see, you know, and yes, an increase in efficiency, 
but also how people are able to improve conversion and how automation helps consultants, you know, um, have conversations um, and gain new business um, and, and fundamentally make more placements. So lots of reasons why now is a really great time. Um, and, and you've made a great decision to invest some of your time you know, joining us today. Now, many of you may recognize this gentleman. Some of you may not have, have heard of him um, until now. But Michael Gerber um, is the author probably of the first business book that we read. Well, certainly I read when I came out of corporate and I was setting up the company. And he's famous for writing the book called The E-Myth. And what you may not know about, um, about Michael's E-Myth book is that Lots of business books are written um, for the corporate audience. And yet Michael was the first person to write a book specifically to help SME business owners build businesses. And what he talks about is that if you organize around systems, not people, you're at an advantage because if you let the systems run the business and you have people run the systems, that is a recipe for success. And I think, you know, we, we have worked in the recruitment industry now for sort of like 12, 13 years. And there's one thing that I really admire about business owners in this space, and that is the systems and processes that you put in place and that you use and work with. Um, when you are you know, matching clients and candidates, when you are searching for candidates, trying to find those passive candidates, you have some fabulous tools to help you there. And I guess what we've experienced is that, you know, for a whole variety of reasons, that 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 initially doesn't automatically translate in terms of, you know, building in the same kinds of automated systems for marketing. You know, the reality is that until probably 2008, 2009, the previous recession, you know, the recruitment industry had really done very little marketing. And it was only, you know, as people were coming out of, of that recession and, and working really hard to do that, that people started to take, really take note about the internet. The internet was here to stay. There was this thing called, you know, on, online marketing. What is it? Um, and so, um, you know, some companies never had to market, so they had to learn about it. And there's been lots of lots of catch up. And yet, you know, there are still businesses who who haven't done um, an awful lot of marketing. Um, and so are at a point where they know now they need to do more. And there's this automation thing. So which is probably why quite a number of people are here today. So why consider, you know, investing time and resources in marketing automation right now, in addition to, you know, what Denise has already alluded to and what I've mentioned? And, and that is because, you know, with, with the world as it is now, online as it is, technology as it is, you have an opportunity, whatever size of business you are, However known or unknown your brand is in different markets, you can be in front of your target audience, both client, prospective clients and candidates 24-7. So, you know, imagine that you have a client um, and it's, you know, quarter past six on a Thursday evening 
and they're, they're leaving and they're heading home and they're a little bit behind schedule because their star performer has just resigned. Heart sink moment. And they know that this is a business critical role and they need to fill that role as quickly as they can. They go home, they spend some time with the family, um, they go to bed, but you know, they, they just can't sleep because they're wrestling with what are they going to do? Um, how can they get hold of um, and fill that role with an equally talented individual? On the other hand, you might have a candidate, someone who may have sadly um, have experienced, you know, being made redundant, even though they are a really great person um, for their company um, and a good contributor. Maybe they are someone who is massively ambitious. And of course, everything that's happened this year has just slowed down some of that progress that they were making and delayed some of the opportunities. So maybe they're more open. And imagine if both those individuals were surfing around on the internet in the middle of the night. You know, there is an opportunity for the client to potentially be finding a candidate, um, you know, finding a recruitment company that can help them. The candidate surfing around looking for new opportunities. What kind of employers do they want to be working with? It's just constant 24-7, 365 days a year. Now, the other reason is that automation allows you to build a targeted list of prospective clients. And I think, you know, Denise, you mentioned that there aren't many business owners that we've spoken to in the last six months who have not lost clients. Um, there are a few who are in very great specific niche markets who have had great opportunities. However, the majority of people are in a position where you are wanting to hold on to the clients that you've got. And by Joe, you are wanting to attract new clients to kickstart that growth again, you know, or accelerate the growth that you've managed to, to rebuild. And you want to be able to run very targeted and personal campaigns because there is no doubt that in terms of how marketing's evolved, personalization is really important today. Um, coming back to you know, holding on to existing business and nurturing existing clients. You know, automation is great. It will help you engage and nurture with, you know, potentially thousands of prospective clients. Um, and it will help you distribute your content in front of an audience that maybe are not quite so familiar with you just yet. Um, you know, you can target potential customers across multiple different channels, both on and offline. And you might be thinking, hang on a minute here, Sharon, uh, offline, how do you automate offline? Well, clearly there, there are elements of offline that you can't automate. Yet what you can automate is, is systems where you create tasks um, and those tasks can be, you automate those tasks to flag when an offline task needs doing. So you're building automation into how you're managing, uh, you know, a campaign. Now, um, point five is about, you know, how you can have warm leads to contact. I, I think when people come to us and they want to talk about um, how can we, um, you know, start building um, automated systems, Generally, it's because they want to generate um, inbound leads. 
And I completely understand that. And, you know, automation, automating certain aspects of marketing, it will allow you to do that. The other thing, though, is that, you know, you you can nurture those leads so that they are warm. Because I think many business owners today will say to me, Sharon, I don't want my team to have to do um, outbound BD calling. I want to focus on inbound lead generation. Now, I can understand to some degree why why that might be. And, you know, the reality is that at some point, somebody's still got to pick up the phone and have a conversation with people. Now, I think some for some uh, you know, consultants and, and salespeople across all different industries, there can be reluctance to pick up the phone because of that cold call, because there are some amazing gatekeepers who do their job so well. And it's really hard to get around them. Now, if you have an opportunity, though, to nurture prospects, to warm them up, to engage them, to make them more familiar and aware of you, your brand, what your business do, how you work, when that consultant picks up the phone to make some outbound calls, it's very different, the reception that they can have. You know, gatekeepers recognize the company. When the gatekeeper goes through to perhaps the, the prospective client, the client is much more inclined to say yes. And, and we know that through our own experience of doing outbound um, BD in, and cold calling and clients who do that um, as well. So, you know, warm, warm lead um, nurturing is really important. And of course, you know, coming back to time, um, it, it is um, a really, really precious commodity for all of us, isn't it? And you can save time by managing something as simple as social media. And, and I think it's not just managing it. Um, it's making sure that your social media and what is being communicated about you and your brand, which very much is targeted at the, the top of the funnel where you're drawing people in to your marketing funnel. Um, it's about making sure that your, your communication and social media is consistent because we all know what, what it can be like that you know, we, we focus on marketing. I think, Denise, you mentioned you know, a flood of jobs might come in, a new contract comes in. It's you know, all hands on deck, you know, filling jobs, and marketing can kind of get, get forgotten about or just put to one side. If you are using automation, what is great is that you know that you can work with the team and support them filling those roles. And in the background, your marketing is continuing. And, you know, with, with different software now for managing social media, you can be repurposing content. So if you're going to invest in creating great content or you're going to write great content and take your own time, how good would it be to just keep recycling, repurposing that content? Um, and, and then thinking about, you know, up-leveling the experience that your clients and candidates get. Um, something that we often um, have is people saying, um, you have got me onto this call through automation. I see how this can work. And that is what I want to be able to do in my business. So, um, you know, can we talk about how I can do what you're doing? And, and of course, you know, in a marketplace where it is very competitive, you know, client experience and candidate experience is going to be increasingly more important from a marketing point of view. And two last things, because I, 
I couldn't cut seven. I couldn't make seven nine. So I'm just giving you some bonus ones here. But if you can nurture um, and hold on to your existing clients for longer, as well as bringing new clients, you can boost the lifetime value of your business when you cross sell and upsell. And as I mentioned, it makes BD calling so much easier for consultants. So what then can you automate? Um, I've sort of alluded to a few things. So um, I'm going to deal with these in sort of different parts of the buying cycle, let's say. So the first thing is right at the top of a marketing funnel, you want to be able to attract prospective clients and prospective candidates. And, you know, one of the key ways of doing this is by leveraging social media. You can use paid ads to, to pull people in as well. But your social media is going to be a huge thing for you. And there are some great pieces of software now um, and, and some new pieces of software as well that I'll, I'll highlight later that you can use to automate your um, your content. Clearly, there will be some content that you want to post spontaneously. But the beauty is that now you can have a blend. Um, and that means that when you are hands on deck doing the day job, working in the business, that things are going on in the background, even if you don't have time to do some spontaneous posting. And also, I think it means that you don't run the risk of only posting jobs. Um, that actually you can be sharing content to balance out um, the promotional side of your social posting as well. So really think about, um, you know, if you aren't automating social media, that is absolutely the first place to start. So we've attracted people in. And now what we want to be able to do is capture people's contact details. So on your website or on a landing page, which would be you know, some software that you could use that's separate to your website, it's about creating you know, a high value to your client or your candidate content um, that they will give you their name and email address in exchange for a really good piece of content. Um, then what happens is you have got their name and email address. So then we want to look at how do we nurture that individual once they are in your database? I think this is a smartphone moment. This, this is a smartphone moment. Now, I do realize with this particular slide when I, when I picked it, there might be the, the odd thing that is not um, perhaps quite as relevant to our industry, um, but the majority... Um, absolutely certainly is. Um, and so, you know, I, I'm going to show you a flow chart later of the different kinds of, you know, how you could sequence different touch points. But the key thing is that many of you perhaps will have heard of um, Seth Godin, who talks about how you need to know, like, and trust someone before someone will invest money with you. And in order to get to that point of trust, we need to nurture and develop a relationship. And of course, you know, there are X points of contact, depends on what piece of data you look at, but certainly a minimum of 12 points of contact before somebody might consider buying. So we need to use all these different nurture points and use automation in as many places to do that 
as we possibly can. So what, what else can you automate? So what we've done so far then is we've drawn people in from social media, which we can automate. Um, we have captured somebody's contact details and we've nurtured them. Of course, you know, I'm a business owner just like you. We want to convert people. You want to convert these prospects into new clients that you get placements with that you can fill, you know, get great candidates, you know, some super new jobs. Now, um, what I'm not saying here is that you can use automation to directly um, get your consultants, um, you know, increasing their conversion rate. However, what you can do is use um, automation such as, um, you know, Google Analytics, um, Google Console, which is, um, you know, a piece of software that they're both free software. You can have them both added to your website. But it's where we use analytics and we look at who's coming to the website, what pages are they visiting on the website. And you can use even heat map software to, to track somebody's journey through your website. Now, the beauty of that is that you get some insight into what are the pages that people are coming, coming into your website on and what are they staying on and what are they clicking away from? Because if, if you've got a page that people are constantly clicking off, that's feedback. And that feedback is about, so what do I need to change on that page to hold people more? You know, is the call to action right or wrong? So you can use analytics to help you nurture people through the funnel, know which blog posts are the ones that are really um, capturing people's attention. Can we write more on that particular topic? So when I'm talking about conversion here, I'm really thinking about how you can use analytics to help you um, get your nurture process as slick and effective as possible so that when somebody has a conversation with your consultants, they are really, um, you know, they're, they're being pre-sold and warmed up and nurtured all the time. And I think Denise has alluded to this um, already. And, you know, I, my experience of, of chatting to people about marketing automation is, you know, our first thought is lead generation. And so that means new business. And absolutely, that is where marketing automation, we need it. However, we forget that we can use it to nurture and hold on to business that we currently have. And how about those people that are on your list that maybe haven't worked with your company and use your services for a good you know, 12 to 18 months? What if you could do a targeted campaign to those individuals to reconnect and re-engage with them? What if that group of clients that you have just placed candidates with, what if there was a different campaign that you could bespoke to that client audience who you just worked with in the last couple of months? And of course, candidates, candidates that you've just placed. So I think you get the idea that actually we need to just broaden our view of the kind of campaigns and the kind of individuals that, that you can you know, build automated campaigns for. Now, 
if you are thinking that 2021 is going to be the year that you tackle marketing automation, we wanted to make sure that you do that and avoid making some of the classic mistakes that, that we see. And um, there are three really common mistakes that people make and there's no need to. OK, um, literally about six weeks ago, I, I had a great conversation with a business owner who came onto the call and you know, they were doing quite a number of different marketing activities and they were doing marketing automation. And, and as we got into the into the discussion, they said, the thing is, Sharon, that it doesn't work. I said, well, what, what do you mean it, it doesn't work? Well, this marketing automation stuff that people are like, you know, raving about. We've tried it. It doesn't work. We haven't got anything from it which kind of like just rang a little bit of an alarm bell for me. So, so we, we started exploring it a little bit more detail. I asked him a few questions. And essentially what happened was this company had created a series of really good, high quality, um, sort of three, four minutes educational videos. And while I was on the call, I went onto the website and I, I signed up, put my name and details in their little uh, capture box. Um, and, you know, I got an acknowledgement, which is great. But here is the thing. After I got the first video, which would be the equivalent of this um, checklist, I never got another email. And that's the big mistake. I think it's probably the number one mistake that people go to all this trouble of creating great content having that added to the website with an opt-in box or they pop it on a landing page. And what they don't do is they don't attach some email software to it so they can have an email sequence that will then nurture that person. So we've done all that hard work to draw somebody to the website to get them to sign up. And then we've left them. It's like it's like the equivalent of you know investing loads of money to pull people to an event, greet them at the door and then walk away and go to a completely different event and leave them hanging around in that room, not knowing what to do, where to go, because what they're going to do is they're just going to leave. They'll just leave, won't they? So, um, you know, remember, you need to have a nurture, an email campaign that will nurture people once they've opted in. I think I've labored that one enough. Now, the second mistake is, and I'm not going to say a lot about this, because I think you, you get how strongly we feel about this, that that people do forget to use marketing automation and marketing um, email campaigns are automated to, to keep nurturing and looking after um, existing clients and past clients, as I've described. I think the other thing that they perhaps don't always focus on either is that um, if you have a business that has um, multiple sectors, um, if you have different products, as in, you know, temp contracting, um, temp to perm, uh, retained, etc., that there's an opportunity to use automated campaigns to cross sell and upsell. And that that is something that, that I think, again, just gets lost. Um, I think are you no, just carry yeah. on. Just I noticed that someone asked a question. So I'm just going yeah. to. Uh, uh, so anonymous that, attendee, um, <laughs> if you can just hang on yes. for um, a few more minutes, 
I'm going to give you uh, lots of options for different kinds of software, if that's okay. Um, so literally just bear with me for probably about maybe 10 more minutes. And um, we've got about four slides where I'm going to cover lots of different tools that, um, that you need to use. So that's absolutely on our agenda. And thank you for, for asking. So the, the third mistake, um, again, it's not exhaustive. It's just what we experience is most common is people think that automation is too complicated. So they want to avoid it. Um, and, and I understand that, you know, we, we all have preferences or not for different kinds of tech. Um, and, you know, it, it can, it can feel a little bit overwhelming, at, at, you know, if, if tech's not necessarily your, your big thing. The other, the other thing that we notice is that if people don't have access to really good marketing collateral, um, then that can put them off as well. Because if you're going to do an email campaign, well, then you need some emails. Um, not everybody is um, a great copywriter. Um, you know, some people just, they talk about, they, they will sit at a screen, they just look at it, and it's, it, it stays blank for ages. Um, so so that, that can become a barrier. Um, and it, neither of these things actually need to become a barrier um, at all, because there, there's some very easy ways to just push through um, or both of those issues. So what's possible then? When, if, you, if you decide to invest time and resources in setting up some automations in your business, and it's in that plan for next year, what can you be expecting? Now, there's no better way um, of talking about this than giving you some real-life examples. So, um, so Nikki is an MD of a business based down um, around Maidenhead. And um, we were chatting this time last year. And Nikki had never done any marketing in, in their company. And um, they joined um, one of our training programs um, end of December. And to be honest, and Nikki, you know, Nikki is quite happy to say this because we chatted about it. They didn't really do anything for the first couple of months of, of this year. And then March the 23rd hit lockdown day. And Nikki sent me a message and said, right, that is it. We're going to have some time here. We are going to nail this marketing thing that, you know, that you've been banging on to us about. And so with some real focused activity on some specific strategies, um, what they achieved over about a three month period was they generated 365 individual new business leads. Um, and you know, at, at the time, because the team were on furlough, it was just Nikki, um, a marketing team member who was part time and a, and a business partner. Um, and as a result of that initial focused activity, um, they could um, directly relate. Um, I think it was sort of like July time as um, new business started to come through because they were they were building existing business, but new business. They directly tracked soon two senior director roles and a management uh, placement. And I, and this conversation took place beginning of August. Um, so I, I know that they've had more business from this particular new client list since. Um, but it just gives you an idea of what can be achieved in a relatively short space of time. Now, um, Steve's based over in Sydney, um, and he concentrates in the finance um, finance world with um, in 
in practice, um, as in accountancy practice. And um, this again, actually, was during lockdown because um, Steve created an automated email campaign offering a report um, that we had written around remote working. Um, so that that campaign went out. Now, we're not talking about that going out to thousands and thousands and thousands of people. Um, I can't remember the exact numbers, but it was literally a few hundred rather than a few thousand. And, you know, within a few weeks, he had secured, um, you know, three placements um, and he filled them pretty quickly as well. Um, and, and he's just kind of like, you know, that that campaign now is just running. And, and so it, it just keeps working on an ongoing basis. And that's just the first campaign that that he'd done. And then I guess looking at some sort of slightly different outcomes, Lean Teresa, a couple of clients of ours that we worked with for a number of years, and they work in the tech space, um, so they're, they're Salesforce software recruiters, and they are incredibly well known in that market. And so to keep themselves positioned as real voices of authority um, during lockdown, they um, set up an event that they called a round table with five real leading figures in their markets. And so, you know, creating an audience and building, um, you know, an additional list of prospective clients and candidates um, who are drawn and attracted by people, you know, at a very senior level in, in that field is, is a huge coup for them. And they often talk about this like halo effect where if you align yourself with someone who's very, very well known in the market, um, that um, reputation obviously rubs off um, on, onto you and your brand as well. So great, great um, little project here that, that we help them set up. So how do you then go about um, putting together your very first funnel? Um, there, is, there are seven steps. And the first step may well really surprise you because it has nothing to do with automation. But it absolutely has everything to do with who do you want to get your marketing in front of. So, you know, I think Denise talked about, you know, we, we have had such disruption um, this year. Uh, that's changed the markets in lots of different ways. So now is a really good time. If you think that I know my avatar, I know who I need to get my marketing in front of. I just ask you to just almost like question yourself. How well do I know them and, and know what is important to them now in the market as it is today? How much do you understand about their pain points, the kind of challenges that they are now facing with remote working, with challenges in talent pipelines? Um, clearly, you know, your clients' clients, their businesses are still going through various degrees of recovery. And what keeps your ideal avatar awake at night? And there's always a great question that I love to ask um, people as well, is that if there was one big problem that we could solve for you that would make the biggest difference or have the biggest impact in your business today? What would that problem be? And so the more you can dig and understand about your market, the more your marketing is going to speak in, into them um, afterwards. So once you know who you want to have your marketing in front of, you need to have an offer. 
Now, this could be a report. It could be a piece of complimentary training like today's masterclass. It could be a career consultation. Um, you might even offer you know, to go and audit somebody's recruitment process. Essentially, just think about it as something that is high value to your client or candidate, um, but it's actually it's quite low cost for you to deliver. Um, and just as a, a reminder, actually, for myself here, if you've joined us today on this masterclass and you haven't downloaded our recruitment marketing we'll checklist, we, we're going to provide that for you. So, um, you know, do, do look out for Andy's um, email because that will be um, invaluable for you. So step three is obviously you want to increase the amount of traffic to your website. And you can do that through social media that, that we've talked about how you can automate. And also you can do that through paid um, traffic as well. But fundamentally, we want to get more people um, to your website because what we want to be able to do with that piece of content that you've created is we want to get them to to opt in um sign up opt in it's all kind of like marketing jargon and all i've done here is giving you three examples of different kinds of opt-ins now um all of these are on our own website they're on um different pages on the website and different places on the website. So if you have, um, you know, a certain kind of website where you can set up this, that's fantastic. If you want, if you want a page on your website that is purely dedicated to somebody signing up for this report, you could do that too. Or you can use something um, called landing page software. Um, and I'll, I'll give some examples of that, of that shortly. Now, once you've got somebody's contact details and they've signed up, obviously, there's some automation that then needs to kick in. And the first thing is to build into your sequence a thank you page. Now, that might be literally a thank you email um, the way that we do it, just because we've got the, the I guess, the, the time and some, some tech um, skills and abilities and things that, that we, we have a thank you page as a video that's that's all set up. Um, but the, here's why we suggest do it, because our experience is that when you have a thank you page in your email sequence, you notice a difference in the response of people um, as they go through that funnel further down the line compared to when we've done campaigns where there isn't um, a thank you page. So definitely encourage you to um, to do that. Now, here is definitely a smartphone moment um, because step six is once we have people's contact details and they've signed up, then we've got a thank you page. And then we need to then start nurturing people. And this is where your automated email sequence um, comes into play. So let's say we've got someone who opts into a report. They've got, they've, you've sent them to a thank you page, which can again be set up on your website or in landing page software. And then you want to send them an email. Did you receive the report that we just sent you? You could, because this is where multi-channel marketing comes in um, you could send them a text 
to say, um, we sent you an email, have you received it? And you can automate text sending too. Of course, and that can manual and you can automate it. Um, then you might want to follow up with a phone call to say, look, I know you downloaded our report last week or you certainly sort of clicked a link to go and download it. Not sure if you have time to read it. You get into a conversation and depending on the time and the response that you get, it might be appropriate to have more of an in-depth conversation or you can set up what we would call a discovery conversation. Um, if you can't get hold of them, you leave a message, drop them a message on LinkedIn. And essentially what you would then do is rather than make this slide massively busy, you could then just keep extending this cycle with different kinds of touch points where you would mix in sending more value added content, maybe a blog, um, you know, maybe a piece of direct mail. Um, we sent a piece of direct mail last week in, in a campaign and had um, a fabulous response from somebody. Um, and you, you might want to send them an, an event invite to some training that you're setting up online. You blend into obviously your online elements, calls, and messages, whether those messages are automated or manual. And you just keep going and you keep nurturing that relationship, keep having conversations at intermittent times until you get that person to a point where you can convert. So you might, let's say, beyond an opt-in, have you know 12 initial emails that you then complement with calls and messages. And then over time, you just keep adding more and more emails to keep nurturing people in that particular funnel. Now, the last stage in these seven steps then is how do you automate and connect your marketing with your CRM? Um, and how can you blend these touch points? Now, the reality is that as an industry, we, we still have some catching up to do in terms of being able to readily integrate marketing automation with every single CRM system. Sadly, we're not quite there yet. We've done a lot of catch up in the last couple of years. And there are, you know, there's some really good options out there in the market for you. And the reality is that for the breadth of CRM systems that people are using, that at the moment, it does mean that you need your CRM system and an email automation system that either integrates with it or sits alongside it um, so that, you know, in your CRM, you can be tracking all the different touch points um, if you have a system that allows you to do that. So I just want to acknowledge that it's not a perfect world yet and we are making progress. And I want to sort of share um, some examples of tools that Gary's you can use. Gary's got a quick question there about yeah. uh, timings. Yeah. Um, do you want to yeah, just handle I, I that? Yeah, I can answer that, yeah. Mm. Um, I think you've asked two questions there, actually, uh, Gary, which is fine. You said, do you have examples of timings um, and uh, times of the sequence? I get a bit fed up with receiving, obvious email templates. Um, I suppose there's two questions there. Yes, yeah, we do We do have uh, ideas on timings. And um, um, it I'm going to say it can vary depending on the campaign. But what you have to remember, if someone is giving you their name and email address, they've got an interest and people tend to act quite quickly. If they're really interested, if the, the, you know, they're at that point in the buyer cycle where 
I'm ready to act, um, then you want to make sure that you're having, um, you know, sort of rapid conversation with them. So you would probably send them multiple touch points within that month. Now, um, some people are just browsing. And so they've, they've put their name and email. They're not quite ready to act yet. So therefore, you know, in that first month, you would send more contacts um, because you want to get those people who are ready to act now. And then over a time period, you would actually extend that out. If you've been on one of our email lists for a while, you'll know that uh, initially you'll get a number of emails um, quite quite rapidly. And then over time, we we phase it. So you start to get, you know, emails in a in a slightly different, uh, a different sequence. I mean, email templates, it depends. I mean, it, it, when you say obvious email templates, probably just somebody that doesn't know what they're doing. Um, you know, uh, there's nothing wrong with an email template that's really well written. Um, and, uh, and probably you've come across some that aren't. <laughs> mm. So um, uh, Nick's asked a question about active campaign. And I'm shocked at how much it can do. Oh, absolutely. Active campaigns, pretty, pretty sweet piece of kit, Nick, I would say. So, uh, yeah. yes, it's, uh, it's, it's won numerous awards. Sharon's probably going to come on to, mm. to talk about it as, as a real, I think, a real option for recruiters um, currently. I think just, just finally, one thing I would say um, to, to Gary is that, um, you know, I, I spoke earlier about how personalization um, is important and, Sometimes I agree, you know, some, some of the, the templates, it's, it's so obvious it's a template because it's, it's very generic, isn't it? And I think that's potentially where people might be um, taking a generic approach and not segmenting um, their database and the kind of campaigns that they are running. Because the more that you segment and run more personalized campaigns, the more you can speak directly into different audience types. And so um, it connects at a, at a different level. So, um, so something else that, that you know, we need when we are running um, any kind of automated campaigns is we want to have relevant content, which just really dovetails in with what, um, what I was just saying there, Gary. So think about you know, the kind of content that you have. That it, it has to um, add value to your ideal client and candidate audience. And the kind of content, it can be anything from obviously your social media content. Um, it could be checklists, videos, blogs. You know, if you're writing blogs, you can record videos of those blogs. You know, I've seen some recruitment companies, you know, do some great podcasts um, and have some regular podcast channels. There's you know, more detailed white paper reports. I mean, you know, there's a lot of opportunity here to create content and be able to repurpose it. And, um, you know, as you take someone on a journey through the buying cycle from being unaware of you through to a point where they're willing to sign your T's and C's and ask you to fill some placements for them, you will need different kinds of content because you need that content to do different things in, in that journey. So, um, Someone asked about um, tools. So what I want to do is just share with you some different examples of tools here. Now, there's no bias here whatsoever. We're not affiliates for any of this. Um, but there are some basic tools for social media here. So things like um, Buffer, Hootsuite, um, Sprout Social, you know, all great, very well-established tools in the market. 
Pager um, is, is a newer product to the market. I'm sure many of you will have heard this, and I'm sure some of you are probably even using it. Some of our clients are. This is a um, smartphone moment. It is a smartphone moment. And, um, and also, we, we use – great thing about Pager is you, know, you, can add, you, add, you can add your first comments into a social post, which is super. Um, Meet Edgar that we use and we're trialing at the minute allows you to repurpose – um, a lot more content. But, you know, go and have a look. There's different price points because there are different products here. Uh, but there is everything to suit anybody's budget. And there's no reason why you can't automate. If you're looking at email automation, um, again, there is um, a wealth of choice. Um, things like Firefish um, and Loxo are both products that have been developed to begin to integrate marketing automation into CRM systems. So these are fundamentally CRM systems. Bullhorn has um, a product that sits with inside Bullhorn, which I think is um, their new name is Sugar Market. And then we have, we have things like, um, like Nick mentioned, Active Campaign, MailChimp, and Drip. These are all... Um, you know, different versions of standalone email automation systems. But the beauty of these systems are that you can set up a campaign and um, you can tell the campaign to do different things. Um, and so if someone doesn't respond to a certain email, you can set up a campaign where it says, well, send them this content now. Um, so there's lots of things. And you can see who's opened them, who's clicked links. Um, there's some great analytics in this software. Now, sometimes the analytics, perhaps in products that are within side CRM systems, you don't get quite the same level of functionality. It's evolving all the time, um, but there's still a lot of progress to make. Um, but certainly go and have a look at any of these things because they are all really good tools. Again, different price points depending on what it is you're wanting to achieve. And when I was talking about landing pages you know, where people can opt in, um, you can, as we do constantly, set up pages on our own website. And there is some great um, software, lead pages, um, is a great product. We've used it for years. We still use it if we're wanting to do specific campaigns where we're wanting to measure, um, you know, leads coming in from specific sources. And and Thrive Themes, um, again, we use Thrive Themes yeah. for different things. Um, I think Unbounce is one that, you know, um, certainly is recommended. Um, slightly more expensive, not one we personally used, but again, any of these options, um, you know, is definitely worth um, looking at. And Google Analytics. So if you're wanting to get, get more into measuring um, different aspects of your marketing, you know, where are people coming onto your website? How are they flowing through your website? What's the best pages on your website? Um, all these different products. And, and I, I had to choose some of these products just because they had fabulous names. I mean, Lucky Orange Crazy true. Egg. Well, I just, I just thought they had some great names. But, um, you know, when, when I was looking at the top pieces of software for analytics, these are all in the top 10. 
and, and often higher higher up that, that league of, of top 10 as well. So I'm not going to go into the detail of what these different pieces of software do, um, because that's probably for an evening with a glass of wine or a beer or a cup of tea, um, and you can have a good um, look around. Have I got any thoughts on um, Snovio? Um, Deborah, Snovio, um, it's not something that we've used directly, but we have had clients um, that, that have used Snovio. And, um, you know, it, it, it sounds like good piece of software. Um, it's, for, for those people who don't know it, it's, it's software that will go and scrape um, data um, off the internet. So you can, you can basically create um, a database and um, it's relatively inexpensive as well. So yes, you know, we have had um, clients and, and business associates actually who've used it for short periods to build up you know, lists of several thousands people and then they've used that email list. They've cleaned it up um, and then use that particular email list. So, so yeah, it, it, it is questions about automation. So I hope, guys, you're all right if we stay in an extra five minutes and just answer yeah. these questions for you. Um, um, Rick, you've asked about MailChimp. Is there a way of automating with MailChimp? And yes, there is. It depends on the version that you have. So um, the more money you spend, MailChimp started off uh, as a, a free piece of software. People would use it. But like anything, you, if you need more functionality. Uh, so, yes, absolutely. What you're asking there, you can do uh, on MailChimp, but you probably just need to pay more. Um, and when you start paying more, you start realizing that probably something like Active Campaign would work just as well and probably with more functionality for the same price. So um, if that makes sense, you're welcome. Um, Nick, you're just asking here about, will you talk about verifying email addresses so as not to ruin your reputation? Um, I think something that we would um, recommend is that you, you know, whatever database that you've got, that you run a database through a piece of verification software um, that will check um, how up-to-date um, your email list is and if those emails will be delivered. Um, so there's a piece of software called Bright Verify. Um, it's got a new name, Denise, and it's escaping me. But if you type in Nick. Yeah, it will, it will come up, Nick. Yeah. B-R-I-T-E, Verify. Bright Verify. I think, um, it's, I think it's now under the brand called Validity, oh, but it's that's really it. inexpensive yes. and it works incredibly well. Yeah. Um, so you know, before you take, so, so let's say, Deborah, you were asking me about Snovio. If we were to use Snovio, um, what I would absolutely recommend that you do is run any list that you take from Snovio through um, something like break verify bright verify or an equivalent like it um, because it will strip out um, those email addresses that um, are no longer valid and um, it will tell you which email addresses are valid and then it will tell you which are valid but they can't guarantee deliverability um, and so before I would upload any list into MailChimp or active campaign, I would absolutely put through that kind of software. Um, so uh, thank you for bringing that up, um, Nick. That's great. Um, yeah. But it's, yeah. 
Um, thanks again. Great to see you. Thanks for joining us, um, Ian. Um, Matthew, if I don't have a website, can automation... It's Joan. Joan. Well, Joan, sorry. Yeah. Joan. Can uh, I just take that? I don't quite... Um, I'm, could have a landing page. You could have a landing page. You need something. If you don't have a website, maybe your website's under construction at the moment. I don't know. I mean, in today's marketplace, you're going to need a website um, really to, you know, have your presence online. But you could use a landing a landing page, sort of have a one-page website if you wanted. If that's something you know, like you want to start yourself off. That's that's what I would I would say there with that one, um, um, because then you can automate. You would need email marketing software. You need a landing page. You know, ideally, obviously, you need a website as well, because then your, um, you know, automation is one thing, but also demonstrating your presence in the market is in, is important too. So yeah, um, just um, just something as well. I just noticed what our anonymous attendee asked earlier. Um, you know what what kind of lead capture form an email nurturing campaign might you know might someone use if it was on a budget and and i can think of um one of one of our clients who was very much starting out in their automation journey and they they um used i think lead pages and active campaign and uh, there was one other piece of software hootsuite and their their monthly investment was just over a hundred pounds a month, which is super for cheap. everything. <laughs> absolutely super cheap for everything that um, that you can do. So, um, in summary, then, our automation absolutely works, and and I hope you can see that from some of the results that we've shared. When you give it the time and the input that it needs, you know, it's like, you know, invest that time up front and you reap benefits further down the line. Um, and the reality is that, you know, we are all spending more time than ever online. And if you are not tapping into marketing automation now, you are risking um, falling behind because um, so, so many people are, are really sort of like taking up um, um, the, the opportunity to, to address this in their business. Um, you know, as a recruitment sector, we are also moving from a very transactional-based way of working to a much more consultative approach. Um, you know, the days of just picking up the phone and saying, you know, have you got a job? Um, I think we all realized that people struggled clearly in lockdown with that. Um, of course, some people will go back to bad habits, but the reality is if you're wanting to build a serious business and, and rebuild and grow and expand, et cetera, then you know, we, we have to change how we're working. And automation is, is a great, great tool to help you make that transition to a much more consultative, um, engaging uh, relationship building um, approach. And, and I think the other thing as well is just touching on something I said earlier, is that you know, automation will begin to start helping you elevate your marketing and your client and candidate experience of your brand. If you enjoy this podcast and you are ready to take your marketing to the next level, then maybe it's time that you check out Superfast Circle. Because as a member of Superfast Circle, we are with you every single step of the way as you start to elevate your marketing to a new level. 
you get weekly calls, you get an online training uh, platform that you can access anytime, anywhere, on any device. You have events that you can uh, attend. We have a tech genius that can help you with your uh, technology and you also get your marketing collateral provided for you every single month that you are a member of the circle so if you would like to know more then head over to superfastrecruitment.co.uk forward slash sfc have a look at what's involved what's included and then book a call with one of us and we can talk you through exactly what the next steps are we'll give you a demonstration of the program and we'll, we'll have a conversation about how this can work for you and your recruitment and staffing business so speak to you soon